welcome to another episode of my podcast. Um, if you didn't notice, or if you're not watching this on YouTube, first of all, why don't you want to see my face? I find that pretty offensive if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, because you're really missing out. I'm extremely broken out right now. My hair's greasy. I put it up and out, up and down, out of a in and out of a ponytail like 12 times before recording. Nothing's helping. And so I think you're just really doing a disservice to yourself and to this podcast by only listening to audio. If you listen to audio, great, but also check out the YouTube, you know? Um, you can really get a full idea of, uh, of how messed up I am mentally and physically. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look, but it is what it is. We have to make things work. Sometimes you show up to work not feeling 100, but you clock in, you do the best you can, and you clock out. And, uh, yeah, of course, I'm on my period again. It happens every month, and every month it's a nightmare. Being a woman is a nightmare. Sure, there's a lot of perks. Every once in a while I get a free drink. Every once in a while I get a finger in the butt. And, uh, that's just what it means to be a woman. There's also a lot of disadvantages. Losing, losing pounds of blood. Oh my gosh, it's whatever. I've talked about this before. I don't need to get into it, but it's just not my day. And I wanted to cancel. I wanted to re-record another time, but this is what being a girl boss looks like. It means wearing jeans that are too high on the legs and give you a camel toe. Jeans that used to be baggy that are now kind of tight on you. Wearing some socks, some Air Forces, wearing a, a hoodie that hasn't been washed. You know, this is just what it is for me today. So, this is brave. This is bravery. This is courage. And, um, yeah. Also, I'm excited to be recording today. I am. I am. Because we're at, drumroll please, my new studio. I'm in a new place. This is this is the kind of the rough draft for it. We're keeping the chair. We're keeping the the couch. We're getting rid of these pillows. I I think I think we need to spice it up with the pillows, and then it's gonna you know grow and change over time. I'm gonna look hotter and hotter as the episodes go on. But I figured for this episode we just kind of set the bar low. You know we don't want to get people too excited or give them too much too soon. This is one of those like wait and see what happens. Next episode, I'm going to have my hair done. I'm going to have my makeup on. I'm going to have a cute outfit. But for now, I'm, I just want to ease you guys into it, you know? This is the... the it's foreplay. You got you to gotta spit on your fingers and watch the episode before you put it in. Um, so, yeah. So, here we are. It's nice being at a studio. It feels good. I show up. I ate a big fat burrito before I got here. They use that like... um. I want to say it's called, like, cojito or something. This, like, white cheese that looks, like, all crumbly. It almost looks like feta cheese or something. Cojito cheese. Yeah, it is cojito cheese. So, it had that in it. If you're making a burrito, give me orange, white, melty cheese. Not that crumbly little... Little... It looks like... It looks like it, it should just be on a plate for looks, not that for That cheese eating. is good when it's, like, on top of other cheese. Yeah, like it's not, a, it's not a standalone cheese, especially in a burrito, but whatever. I was hungry. I was grumpy. I almost got hit by a car like five times. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. Today's just been one of those days where you just want to punch a wall. 
you know, it started out fine, but you know what it is, maybe? Well, I don't know. I think food has a lot to do with it. I've been, I, I went to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me, hold on. I got to start this whole thing. I haven't talked to you guys in so long because I've, I've been in Texas. I pre-recorded some episodes out there and I haven't, I haven't done this, you know, and at home, home field advantage in a, in a couple weeks. I was in Texas for what felt like three years. But I was only there for about two weeks and it was so much fun. Everyone's moving there. Everyone kept asking if I'm going. I'm not going. Everyone's asking me what it was like over there. It was fun. It uh, it kind of felt like freshman year of college when everyone's like moving into the dorms and no one knows what they're majoring in yet. You know, there's like a lot of exciting energy and uh, I don't know. It just, it, it's... It's in, you know, the fun early stages where there's no real, like, there's no structure yet. It's just kind of like the Wild West for comedy. But I had a good time. I think I'm going back there soon. So if you didn't get a chance to see me last time I was out there, I'll be back this year for sure. Um, I was out there. It was so fun. I, I I did the clubs in Houston, Addison, San Antonio, and then I stayed with my friend Julia for a week at her place in Austin. And uh and I met her from Patreon. I talked about this, you know, when I was out there, but it was so fun. I miss it. I was eating so healthy at her place, and now I've just been eating like garbage. I just did like a little road trip to San Jose and then San Francisco. And I've just been eating like fast food, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love fast food. But when that becomes like your regular food, you can't help but feel like, you know, a sack of potatoes. So yeah, I just feel great. And my skin's all broken out, which is for sure from that. Um, But it was fun. I wouldn't take it back. I had a great time up in the bay. Um, I did like all the touristy things. I, f I was planning on going for like three days. I forgot that I had a show back home, so I had to leave early. So me and my shouty bae, my boo, my BF, um, we did like all the touristy stuff in one day. We went to, yeah, it was like all the corny stuff. We went to Dolores Park. It was pretty quiet. Uh, but we went, hung out over there. We went to, like, Fisherman's Wharf, of course. I went to that Boudin Bakery. That's where you gotta go. If you want a chowder and a bread bowl, you gotta go to Boudin. It's so touristy, but, like, that sourdough hits. It's just thick. It's so thick and just bready. So we went over there. And then... We went to Ripley's, believe it or not. I'm a sucker for Ripley's. I don't know what it is about that place, but I just love the corniness. And it's such like a touristy thing to do, but I love that stuff. Give me an attraction, you know? Give me things to read and learn, but like stuff that doesn't really matter. It's like, oh great, this girl turned into a vampire with cosmetic, you know, surgeries. Like that doesn't... I don't know, but I love it. And uh, I don't know. What else do we do? My sister just like moved up there. So she's like officially an SF resident. So I'm going back. 
I don't think this will be out in time, but I'll be back in San Francisco. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I had a blast. Oh, okay. So wait, will you pause? Not yeah. like pause, but just like yeah, yeah. timestamp. Okay, so when I was in San Francisco, I was staying at my sister's house and she was about to move because she was just like subletting a place in San Francisco and whatever. And so we're at her place, me and my boyfriend, and she had an air mattress for us in the living room, but she doesn't have any full-sized blankets. Like, it's fine if you don't have like a sheet for an air mattress, of course, I understand. But she didn't have any, like, large blankets. It was just, like, all these, like, mini little throw blankets that we've gotten from, like, my sister's bridal shower or, like, you know, just polio blankets, essentially, just tiny, like, scratchy blankets. And so we had to, like, put these blankets. There's, like, one blanket that's for the toes to knees section. And then we have another blanket for the knees to belly button section. And then another blanket for, like, belly button to shoulders. And then if you just move one inch in your sleep, all the blankets are off. You're freezing. You you feel like you're naked. Um, and so I just kept sending my sister memes of... Uh, those memes of like when you sleep over at a friend's house and they forget to give you a blanket and it's a guy sleeping under a pizza box. That's how it felt. I felt so vulnerable, but whatever. We made it work. That's the life I like to live. Air mattress life. I saw your story about that and I was like, dude, she's trying to send a message to somebody. Yeah, I was dying. I, well, I had already <laughs> sent all of those to my sister and she was cracking up and then I was cracking up and there weren't curtains on her over her windows and her backyard had like... A bright light. I was like, oh, it's so cool that there's a baseball stadium in the backyard. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just roasting her. But she moved and her new place is nice. When I go back to San Francisco, I'm, I get to stay. I get to break in her new place, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and hopefully she'll have blank. Maybe that'll be my housewarming gift, a nice big blanket. That would be thoughtful and also helpful to me, which is my favorite kind of gift. A gift for someone else that I benefit from. I love one of those kind of gifts, you know, like, uh, like if your boyfriend or something has really long nose hairs, you can just like give them all manscaped, have them trim their nose hairs. And then you're like, this is a gift for you, but also I'm benefiting from this because every time I look at you with nose hair sticking out, I want to kill you. And then you don't have to cause they'll have, uh, um, no more. Those are my favorite kinds of gifts. What other... I'm trying to think of other gifts I've given that were mostly for me. Hmm. I don't know. But... Hmm. The earwax remover? Oh, yeah. The earwax remover was a great gift. I got that to my... I give that to my dad. And then I ended up uh, giving one to my boyfriend. And then I use it. Um, yeah, see, I love gifts like that where you're like, this is like a group gift, kind of. It's the best feeling. Hey, guys, I just wanted to take a break to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a great way to talk to a licensed therapist, not just your friend, not your drug dealer, not one of your parents who is also your drug dealer. This is a professional who will listen to you, unbiased. They're not going to say, 
oh, well, didn't that person, like, say that about you in the second grade? Like, I totally get why why you're, like, mad or whatever. This is someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Licensed professionals who are waiting online to talk to you. Honestly, if you've been listening to this podcast so far, you can tell that I need this. There shouldn't be a stigma behind it, okay? Getting help is something we should all be able to do, and BetterHelp makes it way more affordable than typical, you know, in-person therapy. And with COVID and all of that, um, it's a much easier option than having to go somewhere and talk to someone. You can kind of just do it from home, do it from your car, do it wherever you need to do it. But it is important to take care of yourself. Now, here's the thing. You might not want to admit that you need to talk to someone, but I think it's worth just one time trying it, you know? Just being able to get everything off your chest because I read my DMs, okay? I read my DMs and trust me, some of you could use better help. I'm not a therapist. Um, as much as I think I know a lot about stuff and think I can be helpful, I, there's only so much I can do, you know? myself included. I've gone to see therapists and uh, and I'm here to tell you that BetterHelp is a great way to do that. You have the option to, this is something that's nice. One time I had a therapist named Carol because somehow every therapist's name is Carol and, uh, and she wasn't the right fit for me. And it was hard because I could only see one therapist through my parents' insurance growing up. And, uh, and with BetterHelp, you have easy access to you know, find a different therapist if the one you're seeing isn't working for you. They have so many people working for them. Um, so they have a great deal right now. If you go to betterhelp.com slash resting, my, you know, resting, R-E-S-T-I-N-G. I don't know. You might be dyslexic. I'll help you. Betterhelp.com slash resting, you can get 10% off your first month. Try it out. Um, see what it does for you. If you don't like it, that's okay. At least you tried, you know? What's the harm in that? Um, so, thank you, BetterHelp, and thank you for listening to the podcast, and let's keep it moving. Okay. I went to the bathroom. I'm back. Did I take a long time in there? Kind of. Did someone knock on the door while I was in the bathroom? Yes, they did. Was I not even ready to be finished? You're damn right. That's the worst feeling ever. You already know. That's the one thing about being at a studio that sucks as opposed to being at Anthony's house is uh, at a studio. The bathroom is public and there's other people who have office spaces here. And then if I'm having a moment on the toilet, I can't just, I can't meditate. I can't check Twitter. I have to just be, even your poops at a business office have to be professional. You're on a time limit. Other people are waiting. It's so stressful. I'm already sweating on the toilet. Just hoping (laughs) this bean rice and cheese burrito makes it out safely. And then all of a sudden you get a... You get uh, you get that knock, and then you're sweating even harder. Now you're straining. I have a hemorrhoid now. <laughs> I'm bleeding. I can't tell if it's from my period or from my butt. <sighs> and then there's no Febreze in the bathroom. I'm gonna bring Febreze here. You can't not have a a, a spray in the bathroom. Come on, I don't want people to know my scent. Jesus. Oh. That was kind of nerve-wracking. It gets your adrenaline pumping. 
You're just on the move, ready to go. I'm about to, I would, I, honestly, if it had taken me any longer, I would have been like, those are last time at the studio. I can't show my face here anymore. <laughs> and the walls are kind of thin, so I can, like, hear the person, like, going back into the bathroom now, just thinking, dear Lord, what happened? I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. I, um, okay. Okay. Sorry, this is like a very ADD episode. I'm all over the place. There's a lot going on, okay? A lot of changes happening. I was in Texas for two weeks. I'm back. I'm in a new studio. Anthony moved out of his place. I moved out of mine. I didn't find... I didn't find any good apartments, okay? So the the I, I kind of left you on a cliffhanger a couple of episodes ago. I was at a pool house and then that was kind of the circumstances changed there, you what know. What happened with that? So that day that she said that she was going to She said she wanted to have you. a talk to me, so we had a talk. She wants more money for the pool house, but it's just too small of a space to be paying more money, so I didn't what feel What you want, like 800 900 No, way more than that. What? Yeah. For a pool house? Yeah. I mean, it's like a small studio, so I don't know. Yeah, she just wanted more money, and I didn't feel comfortable spending more money to live in a small space where that's kind of... I don't know. It just it didn't feel right, so... Um, so I've been looking for apartments, but everything is expensive for, like, really bad setups. Like, none of the apartments, like, feel right. And so I don't want to rush into getting something just, you know, to have something. Plus, I'm traveling a bunch now, so I don't want to pay a bunch of money if I'm not even going to be at home that often. So... Your girl is moving back into her mom's place. That's right. You heard it here first. Even even people like me live with their mom. So that'll be cool. Jenny Mac is excited. She's ready. She's fired up. But I thought you were going to say you're going to move in with your boyfriend. Hell no. I'm not moving in with my boyfriend. But I don't know if I mentioned this before, but when I was initially thinking about moving... Um, it was so crazy. Like, before I moved into this pool house, I was like, okay, where am I going to live? And the apartment right next door to his opened up, like, the unit right next to his. And I'm like, well, technically, we wouldn't be living together. But I'm like, how awkward would that be if we broke up? And then, like, hey, neighbor, I'm just plowing all these dudes next door. The walls are thin at his place, you know? He'd hear. I'd be like... I'm not thinking about you anymore, you know, just <laughs> sending aggressive messages while boning people. So I decided not to move into his place. Um, but yeah, then I moved into this pool house. Now that's not going to work out. I just need more space. I need to feel comfortable. Um, but I think this will be a good way for me to save money. You know, I think that'll be a very good way to save money. Um... So I'm just going to be collecting, collecting, letting the cash roll in at my mom's place. She's not making me pay rent, so it'll be good. Hopefully, I'll only be there for a few months, not too long. And then by the time I move out, I'll have money saved. I'll find a nice place. And um, and then when I do the podcast, I'll be sexy because I won't be uh, stressed. I just moved everything into her place yesterday. And then... My BF came with me, 
And then he spent the night. He's already spending the night at mom's place. But if you remember, he spent the night a month into dating me. Because we started dating mid-November. And then he came over for Christmas, which is crazy in and of itself. And then my mom offered him, you know, to stay at our place that night. So then he spent the night at my mom's house a month into us dating. And he spent the night again last night um which is so weird like my mom's just upstairs and then yeah it feels weird (laughs) but whatever and anyways i'm already at his place a bunch so i'm still i'm like my mom's is almost like a storage you know so kind of i'm living with him but not really i don't know it's weird it's such a weird time because like at the beginning of covid At the beginning of COVID, a lot of people were moving back home, you know, and that was scary just because no one really knew what was going to happen. And then it was also scary, like not having the certainty of a job or anything like that. So even though it was like a weird move, it almost felt like it was the right move to move in with your parents. Because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was staying at my mom's place for like two months, you know, but no one was doing anything. There wasn't like life happening. Everyone was staying inside. So it felt fine being at my mom's place. I'm like, this is just what I need to do right now. And then when you move into your mom's place, you know, after the lockdown, it's like, um, it just, it doesn't feel as good because everyone's out and about now. You know, the bars are popping in LA. Uh, you know, there's police activity just raging on. And yeah, it was so crazy. I was driving home on Saturday night and the bars were all busy on La Brea and there was police checkpoints everywhere because I guess some dude, I don't know, there was some like gunman. And so then, and he, of course he fled in a black SUV and I have a black SUV. And so they pulled me over and they're like, did you guys switch drivers? Cause it was me and, uh. Me and Shouty. And I was like, no, I, I've been in my car for like two minutes. And they were so aggressive. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the person you're looking for. I can't commit a crime. I have acrylics. I mean, I guess I could commit a crime, but there'd be so much DNA under my nails if I did. And also, like, I'd have a nail break. That's evidence. It's just very difficult to commit a crime looking this fresh. Um... But yeah, there's so much. I got the Citizen app, which is a nightmare. I always think I'm going to be robbed and attacked because there's always something going on. The Citizen app, like, tells you the crime in your area that's happening. Ugh, it'll make you sick to your stomach. It makes me scared. I had to to turn off notifications. So now I only check. But yeah, there's some dude, some crazy dude. I don't know if he was actually crazy or, like, really believed this stuff, but he had, like, New World Order, like, stickers all over his car, and then he, like, there was a cop pulling someone over, unrelated, and then this New World Order dude backs into the cop's car and then gets out of his car and has his hand behind his back and says, three, two, one. So then, of course, the cop shoots this dude, and, um... Yeah, that guy died. And I think that that's why they were pulling me over. Or maybe it was something. I don't know if it was related to that or not. But it was in the area. 
I don't know what was going on, but shit is active right now. And so now I'm back at my mom's house and it just feels different because now things are like picking up, but it's temporary. I have to remind myself that it's temporary. And she's also not that far, you know, so I don't know. It's just hard living somewhere that's not yours, you know? Like, being at my mom's house, it's great. I love my mom. I love her house. It's good for Christmas, you know? Being there for a couple nights, Christmas, holidays, the family's there. But, like, it's all decor. Like, I can't bring my own comforter into- Moms are so particular with their things. At least mine is. Everything has its place. Mine is, too. Yeah, it looks a certain way. And so it's like, she has a picture of my great-grandma above my head. Above my bed, which is above my head. And, like, it's, like, wooden. Like, the the bed frame is, like, this old wooden. It looks like it was my great-grandma's. It looks, you know, ancient. And then just, you know, all the photos. There's, like, photos of me on the nightstand. I want to get rid of it all, but it's temporary, so I don't want to get too comfortable. But it is hard when it doesn't. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I was just laying out in the backyard pretending I was at Coachella. I got so sunburned. I had no cares because I was like, no one's doing anything right now. I get to just pretend I'm at a music festival, get burnt, make food. I think it'll be nice, though, because I'll be cooking a lot because my mom has a decent kitchen. And so hopefully I'll be cooking more and I'll be all cute and like healthy. Because right now I'm on this like jack in the box diet, Chick-fil-A diet. Oh, I feel sorry. Go on. I just feel so gross. I feel greasy. I feel like my name is Jack and I've been living in a box. I was going to say, you probably don't, but do you shop at Sam's Club? I don't shop at Sam's Club. Dude, they have these chick- chicken sandwiches that come like individually wrapped. Mm-hmm. They're called like South Southern style, like chicken sandwiches or something. But you could tell it's like a rip off of Chick-fil-A and we yeah. got them just for shits and giggles. Uh-huh. Just as good as Chick-fil-A. Damn. They're so good. Yeah, I love a chicken sandwich. I'm such a sucker for a fried chicken sandwich. And there's so many ways it could go right. And there's also so many ways it could go wrong. You need to have a slaw. It needs to be a crunchy slaw. You got to have the pickles. You got to have warm, juicy, moist meat. And if you think the word moist is gross, I need you to do me a favor and grow up. If you're still triggered by a word... It it can't be moist. It's too many people's words. It's hack at this point. Oh, that word's disgusting. Grow up. Vulva. <laughs> Vulva is a weird word. Two V's. Always, always odd to me. Vulva. Every word used to describe the vagina is a weird word. Labia. Vulva. I don't know that many words about the vagina. There's so many parts to it. There's a lot of bits and pieces down there. You know, that's like, like when I go, I feel like I'm at the mechanic when I'm like, you know, learning about the vagina. It's like, there's so much to it. There's a lot going on. Guys, they just have their dick. They have their little balls. They have the little tube that goes down the dick. And that's pretty much it. There's not a lot there. Vaginas are so complicated. Um... What am I even talking about? I feel like my brain, you know what? Maybe it's because I got the second vax. I'm going to blame this episode on that. I got, um, when I did uh, Rogan's podcast, I got 
I got Shroom Tech. I got um, Alpha Brain. I took it once. But I think you're supposed to like... I think you're supposed to be healthy when you use the Shroom Tech thing. I think it's almost like a pre-workout. I didn't do shit that day and I felt awful. I you felt awful when you took it? Yeah. I would take it before I would go on hikes. Yeah, see, I wasn't doing any activity, so I was just taking it, and then I felt really weird and out of it. But I'm going to start taking... Once I start uh, being healthy and not eating Jack in the Box and stuff, then I'll then I'll try it again. But, um, yeah, I got the second vaccine, and now I'm worried that I'm um, going stupid. But I've been like this, you know. We have past episodes that reflect the same behavior pre-vaccine. But... If if I can blame something on anyone, it, you know, outside of myself, then I will. So it's because I got the vax. Um, it hurt so bad my arm; it was in so much pain. And then the day after I got the, I got Moderna, the old Moderna poo, and the day after I got so sick. I was sick for like twenty four hours. I just felt super achy and weak and just sick when like you're laying down and just every like you have to keep moving your legs because they hurt like everything just hurts and feels gross and then yesterday I got a massage because I thought it'd be nice you know a nice little break after my busy month and the freaking head hole that you do you use I don't know I've been getting massage so through my insurance, if I go to a massage place that has a chiropractor, then it's covered through my insurance. And so I've been getting massages ever since I was, like, pretty young. I, it was pretty unnecessary, but I felt like a princess. So I got massages. And they've always been great. But for some reason, I'd say within the past year, something about the head hole, I'm putting my head in wrong. Because my neck... I think I need to, like, keep my... I don't know what I need to do, but my I'm, like, getting guillotined by the massage. It's like a BDSM massage where I'm just choking on the face hole while my head's in there. Every time they move on the neck, my... My throat's just, like... <sighs> it hurts so bad. And then I'm, like, all out of it. Massages can be stressful if it's not, like, really nice. The whole time I was just in my head, I'm like, I'm about to choke on my spit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else has been going on. It almost feels like it's been so much time that I, like, don't even know, you know, what to say. I feel like you should address the Trisha Paytas thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I did Rogan's podcast and I talked about uh, Trisha Paytas, who I just adore and think is so wonderful. And, you know, she saw it, of course. She sees everything. And you know what? I did mean to say that she is an internet sleuth because she can be... I got trolled. Not, not I didn't actually get trolled, but sleuth wasn't the word I was looking for. It wasn't the word I was trying to use, but it does apply because she's like a detective, you know, she finds things and she knows anytime someone talks about her. So she is a sleuth in that way. I meant to say, I don't even know what I meant to say. 
my brain doesn't work all the way, but, you know, of course she saw it, and then she's talking about it, and, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to have her on the podcast. I really just want to hang out with her. I want to be her friend. I want to ride around in her Rolls Royce and get in and out, and, um, She has a Rolls Royce? Yeah, she has a pink Rolls Royce. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, she has an incredible life. And I want to be a small part of it. But part of me is scared because I feel like some of her fans, I mean, uh, me being one of them, some of her fans are a little cuckoo. So I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be dragged. Um. Okay, someone asked me like more about Trisha Paytas. Um obviously it was freaking cool because I love her and I have been so obsessed with her. Um it was also scary though because like obviously Trisha is someone who you know I don't know, she likes uh she, I mean she's like such a person of the internet that it's funny because, like, obviously, looking back, I'm like, of course she's going to talk about, you know, Joe Rogan and whatever. So it's kind of like a bittersweet thing where it's like, oh, cool, she saw it and she knows that I, like, love her. But at the same time, it's like, oh, no, like, I don't want to be in the middle of, like, any Trish Joe drama, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I love both of those people very much. And uh, they're both, they're two people who have a lot of fans and a lot of haters and have a big audience. Um, So then I was like, oh no, am I about to be like in the middle of some drama? Like, I don't want to be, like, I just want to, I want to let Trish know I love her and, you know, that's it. Um, So it was like very exciting, but then scary being like, oh no, is this going to become like a thing that I'm just, you know the background of and luckily it wasn't too big of a deal but then you know she made like a video about it and then they talked about it on like h3 um and then on frenemies and uh yeah i don't know she i got to hear her say my name she said my name that was (laughs) cool um but yeah i just i want to hang out with her i don't know that's about it. It kind of obviously has like died down, but uh but yeah, it was cool. It was just like one of those things where I got like nervous being like, "Oh my god, am I about to I don't know. I just don't I don't like drama. It stresses me out. So I'm like if there's like a peaceful way of going about this and just being able to like shine light on how much I love Trish, then that's all I want. Um Someone said, have you ever had hot Cheetos covered in cheese? No, I haven't. But in middle school, I used to eat hot Cheetos with cream cheese, which is one of the best things ever. And in middle school, there's no rules. You know, that was like my breakfast when I got to school. You just go to one of those like little kiosks, get hot Cheetos, get a little side of cream cheese before first period. Nothing to start the day than hot Cheetos and cream cheese. I can't believe Elon Musk is hosting SNL this weekend. Really? Yeah. 
I know. It's so (coughs) weird. Why? He's not funny at all. He's not funny. And it's also (coughs) like, I hate when people become like characters of themselves. It's like, just Mm. be smart and do the thing that you're good at. Like, don't try and be... I don't know. It's so 20, bizarre. 20 bucks says he does some kind of like bit where he's like a robot or like an AI or something. Yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah, that's weird. It's so weird. Also, yeah, it's like I heard Ali's rumor mill. Um, So he's building a Tesla factory in Austin and he's trying to get it done super quick and so he's going about it by hiring different construction companies to work around the clock for weeks at a time so it'll be like you know say he's hired like three construction companies one will work a week straight like 24 7 another will work the week after that and then another will work the week after that but that's really dangerous because these people are like agreeing to do that because they know the money's good they get to work for elon musk whatever and build his factory but like they're not working healthy hours someone died uh falling through i believe like an elevator shaft because it's just like it's so fucked just get it done the right way even if it takes a little bit longer it's so unethical. Very unethical. I heard this from a somewhat trusted source, and that's all I'll say about that. But that's just so dangerous. That's what happens. These people, they get too much money, and they just make their own rules. And people say yes because they don't want to say no to an opportunity like that. Someone said, do I think I'm a good person? Jason Ugarte, 98, said, do you think you are a good person? I think I'm mostly a decent person. I think being, that's kind of a, I think there's moments where I'm not a good person. But I think I realize when I'm not a good person. And then, you know, try and apologize or make right what I've done wrong. Do you think I'm a good person, Anthony? No. I don't. That answers your question, Jason. I'm a bad girl. <laughs> I think I'm a decent person. I was kidding. You're a good person, Allie. Thank you, Anthony. You're welcome. I'll now take the gun off your head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... M- I think I don't think everyone is always all good. I'd obviously like to be a better person. No, I think I'm a pretty good person. <laughs> I think I'm fucking awesome and great. But generally, yeah, I think I'm a good person. Do you think you're a good person, Jason? Message me. Let me know what you think. Um, I don't like my job. And want to pursue my passion for photography and video making. Okay, Noma Just. Noma Just. Noma Just. Hmm. Um, go for it. Start start working on your photography and video making. Keep your job in the meantime. And then once you realize that you're good at photography and video making or that you can start to make money off of it or something, then do that. Or just do photography and video making as a hobby for fun and for free. See what happens and maybe eventually it'll lead to money. 
but don't have the expectation that it will. Just do it because you want to. And it might make your job that you don't like a little bit more enjoyable because you know that you have something else to do after your work. Even if you're not making money from that. Um, when are you coming to England? Man, I want to go so bad. I don't know if you're, if Americans are allowed to travel there yet. Are you? I don't know. I'm down. I'm, I want to go once I'm able to do shows there because shows in England are so fun. I want to plan a tour. I really want to go back out to London and then go all around. I want to go to Berlin again. Yeah. I want to go as soon as I can. As soon as I can do shows. I'm there. Um, I didn't watch the Oscars. They were on last night. I'm sure I'll watch like recaps of it, but I don't know. I didn't watch it. What did I watch instead? I watched something last night. Oh, I watched that uh, Netflix uh, documentary about that guy, White Boy Rick. He was, like, selling drugs in Detroit and got arrested when he was, like, 17. But it turns out he was an FBI informant, and he's still in, in prison. I didn't finish the documentary, so I can't really elaborate on it. But, um... That's what I watched instead of the Oscars. I need to finish it. You know what else I just started? I started, uh... Um, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights, his book he wrote. I'm doing the audiobook, and he says the funniest stuff. After, like, every chapter, he'll be like, green light. <laughs> Almost like, like a catchphrase, like, booyah. After every chapter, he'll just be like, green light. And then he does it, yeah. His life is crazy. I want to be, I want to, ch- I'm trying to channel him. He's got good energy. I'm not in, I'm, I'm the opposite of Matthew McConaughey today. But I want to get I want to get to that chill place. His book's pretty good. His life is so interesting. Okay. Um Here's something no, cut that part out. Um, okay, that's the episode for today. I've missed you guys. I had so much fun in Texas. I'm glad I got to record some episodes out there. I'm happy to be home. Um, I have shows coming up. I'm going to be all over. I'm going to be in... Uh, Washington, D.C. I'm pretty sure Joe said I'm opening for him in Houston, May 14th. So hopefully he remembers that because that'll be super Mm. fun. And then I get to go to the UFC with him, I think, because that's happening. Nice. I just, I watched the recap of the recent UFC fight and I saw the guy's leg snap. Oh my God, that was painful. Ah, but I'm excited to go to the UFC. So I'll be in Washington, Houston. I'll be in... Chicago. I'll be in San Francisco, but I think this episode comes out after I already do that. But anyway, go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. I have a bonus episode out this week on Patreon. Um, the video got kind of messed up, so it's going to be an audio-only Patreon, 
But I think we're also going to use the video, those, as much of it as we can recover. Um, so there's going to be a bonus episode on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allie Um, if you want to see the extra we did. I think that was from, like, four weeks ago or something, so it'll be a nice little throwback. I think it was a good episode, too, so, um, if this wasn't enough for you, there's more on Patreon, and is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye.